Cotney Attorneys and Consultants is dedicated to helping the construction industry with legal, business, and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's episode of Law and Mortar with John Kenny and Trent Cotney. Hey, I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of Law and Mortar. I'm Trent Cotney, CEO of Cotney Attorneys and Consultants. And with me, I've got John Kenny, CEO of Cotney Consulting Group. John, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to be here today. Yeah, man, it's been a busy week. We've got a lot to talk about. You know, uh, next week, we've actually got something really cool happening. We have, uh, for those of you that don't know, we've got a training center here in our office. It's about 3,500 square feet. Uh, what we've done is we've lined it with old uh, porcelain and metal roofing signs. So it's about 300 plus signs, a lot of history there. Uh, but we built a lot of mock-ups. We have steep slope, low slope, wall panels, you name it. And we have uh, NRCA coming down. Uh, they're in the process of doing some analysis for their tile pro certification. So beginning of next week, we've got uh, some crews coming up from different contractors and uh, they're gonna be down here doing that. It's real neat, glad we could kind of work with NRCA on this. So looking forward to that. Um, John, you know, are you, are you gonna get out there and get hands on? Yeah, Jimmy and I get a chance to uh, go ahead and uh, do some QA in ourselves along with the guys coming down from uh, from NRCA. I think we have two or three companies sending some people up. Everybody's kind of running through. This is the experimental final version of the exam and um, looking forward to it. Should be good. Yeah, I plan. I always like to get hands on. That's a fun part of the job. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sneak out there too. Hopefully you guys don't kick me out, but I'd like to, I'd like to take a look and, and see what's going on. So um, next thing I'm really excited about, John, is is you've got a, uh, a service webinar coming up. If I remember right, it's it's in a couple of weeks. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to kind of see what you're going to talk about. You know, I, I've obviously known you for a long time. I knew you you were um, integrally involved in service department and, and multiple uh, roofing contractors. So why don't you kind of tell us a little bit about what you're going to talk about, when it is and what uh, listeners can look forward to. Yeah, it's going to be uh, the end of this coming month um, in March. You'll see the promotion coming out on it on the 20, I think it's 27th, 28th. Or why I say that, we're still booking the time. But Monday, it'll be launched. Everything will be out to promotional. So what we're going to do is cover, I'm going to give a little history of my beginnings with a certain building the first service department back in the 80s, because no one really had service departments there. You kind of threw your crews out. You did a little bit of work and, and so far moved on. So we're going to cover how that process has worked over the years and all the way up to developing hardline service companies and give you a lot of tips on software, on how to hire, how to build it, um, all the way up to how to be profitable, what works, what doesn't work. It's going to be a lot jammed into that hour. That much I can tell you a lot. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I tell you, if this whole law thing doesn't work out, I'm going to get into a service department. That's for well, sure. you watch that webinar, you'll be ready to start one. We got you covered. Let's do it. Um, so we talked about tile, talked about service. I want to blend the two together a little bit. So if you're doing residential tile work, you know, tile requires maintenance, right? You got algae related issues. You got cracked tiles, especially if you've got clay uh, up on the roof. Um, you know, if you're, if you get a hailstorm or anything like that, you're going to have a lot to replace. How can roofing contractors maximize the maintenance and residential service aspect of, of a tile roof? Sure. Uh, you know, especially a lot of tiles on high-end homes, um, people don't want to have any issues. They don't want to have leaks. 
So it, you can easily set them up on a bi-yearly inspection plan, um, depending on what part of your country you're in. Um, usually, you know, fall and spring work the best regardless where you're at. And they'll, they'll pay for it. I guarantee you people are willing to pay for a service that they get. It's no different than having someone come out and maintain your furnace, maintain your air conditioning, your pool, your lawns. It, it's all the same concept. It's how you go to market with it. Um, and it's really easy. I mean, tile gets cracked. It happens. It could be a tree branch. It could be a storm. It could be weather related that does it. And they're easily replaced um, for the most part. It may, you know, blend, blend it in and, and, and let them know. Um, I, I find it to be a good model of the business. And I don't think a lot of residential contractors have grown into this. It's mainly been your commercial end that's really developed well into the maintenance. But um, we're going we're gonna to cover some of those things, and I, and I recommend highly that they use it as part of their business model. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's the kind of thing where you get in there. It's like any maintenance contract. You get it signed up. You got a customer that's ready to go when that time for that roof replacement comes. So, you know, and also you got to think if a, if a homeowner has uh, invested in a tile roof, uh, more than likely they're, they're um, very keen on the aesthetic appearance. So being able to get up there, maintain it, um, make sure it's got, you know, good street appeal. That's going to be something that you can cash in on. Yeah, include um, that in your maintenance plan with the homeowners, you know, have it order, you know, have it set up to be power washed, um, algae resistant, whatever, depending on the area of the country, but they, they'll definitely appreciate it. I guarantee it. So, uh, we also, right before we came in here, we saw a final copy of your book, uh, which we I'm did. very, very excited about. And what I'd like to do is for those of you that, that listen uh, to our podcast, if you email either me or John, and the emails are at the end of this, we're going to send you a free copy of that book, okay? But you, you've got to say that how you heard it, right? you got to say that you listen to this podcast. So, John, I'm assuming you're all right with that, right? Absolutely. You know, it's all about getting out there and educating, the work, educating our industry. So uh, I know you've talked about it before, but why don't you tell people just a sort of snapshot of what your book's about? Sure. Well, I'll start out, kind of give you an oversight of how I see the industry, kind of, you know, the, what the roofing industry is and what to expect in it. So we, we I, I should say, I put this book together that you can be a newcomer into running your business. You could be somebody that's just started out or you could be a pretty much a veteran. There's something in there for everybody. So we cover everything about what to expect, how to read financials, um, how to hire, kind of you know what HR hat you're going to be wearing, how to develop into hiring people to fill these roles. We have a section in there that deals with safety, OSHA risk management. We got sections in there to deal with your estimating sales, marketing, business development. So we cover all that, and we have a section in there. Um, that Trent, you are definitely co-author on that part on the contracts and understanding. That was a very important chapter to get in there for everybody to understand what to, what to look for. We kind of geared it to give you an example of what to look for. And I think in managing subcontractors, that's another important chapter that's in there. Not only managing subcontractors you may hire to do, uh, we cover to do work um, that you don't do, but also how to manage your labor subcontractors as well. So that's in there, big, big part in the industry. And then at the end, I like, I close it out with a, a view in technology, um, how software today works, where we see software going in the next couple of years and kind of give you that look ahead in the, in the industry. So it'll be great if we bring out a new version in a year or two and update it with technology to see, see how close we were to call on that one. Yeah, and I can tell, you know, our listeners, um, 
in reading it, there's some great stories in there. You know, it, this is not a boring read. It's something that I think if you get it and take a look at it, you're definitely going to learn something. There's a, a lot of insight in there. Obviously, I'm not a roofing contractor, um, uh, you know, but in reading it, uh, there were stories in there that I could take to heart. And it kind of inspired me, you know, I'm, I'm working on a, a book right now about entrepreneurship and things like that. And it kind of got my uh, uh, juices flowing as far as trying to figure out where, where do I go and how do I do that and just the thought process. So really excited about that for you, John. I think it's going to be a great, great book, well-received. Um, something else that I think I should, I should mention is we are announcing uh, Cottony Capital uh, Corporation on Monday. And uh, what it is, is we decided that it was time that we used our resources to get out there and be able to help sort of the future of the industry. Um, we are going to be offering uh, angel investment, uh, venture capital, and also an incubation program that will combine mentorship, um, training, not just on, on you know, operations and things of that nature, but assistance with go-to-market strategies, assistance with you know, uh, marketing, making the right connections. And it's one of the things that, you know, John, when I looked out there at the, the landscape of what the VC and investment world was, there's a lot of, of companies that dabble in it, but few combine our expertise, right? I mean, we have the capability of, of sort of paving the way for these new companies. And I'm really excited about that because I think it gives us an opportunity to not only educate, but to help foster and mentor, the, hopefully, the, the new technology equipment and manufacturing processes that that uh, continue in the future. So I'm uh, real excited about that. I know you've been sort of psyched about it as well. And I think uh, we're going to sure. have a big launch here next week. And it's also a great way, you know, we're, we're, the way this is set up, we're tying in the educational aspect where you, with the research, I should say, is the educational research with current technology and industry, and then that futurism of the development of where things are going. So absolutely. Plus you have that mentorship as you said in there and leadership abilities as well so it should be exciting operation mm -hmm. so we've talked a lot today but as you know john we always we've got a pop quiz at the end of every law and mortar so this week uh and we're backlogged on questions we got more than 30 questions but this one i think is timely so i'm kind of moving bumping this one up uh the question for this week is from james and james's question is um it's tax time, and obviously he's a contractor. He wants to know what recommendations do we have for the contracting world right now as it relates to preparing taxes and just thinking about, you know, how to maximize your, um, you know, the benefits that you can get from certain things and reduce your tax liability. So, John, I'll let you start off. Well, I, I think um, from a business standpoint, it, you know, you're, you're to the point where it's probably not a lot of write-offs you could still do at this point, you know, by time-wise. But I think it's a great time to make sure you've accounted for all of that. What I mean is you have your receipts, um, what you've done, your, you know, and in the accounting world, they like to call them accrual buckets. Make sure you've covered everything that was an expense that belonged in last year that, you know, may be coming out a delayed payment. Your accountants can definitely help you with that. That's a a little more detail, but those are the things. Make sure everything's in order for your accountant, for your tax preparer. Um, that can save you a lot of money in, in tax preparation time, which you can pick up a lot of savings on that. And be prepared, you know, have everything ready for them to uh, and explain, you know, what everything is and have it in a nice format 
it'll save a lot of money in preparation time. So that, that's really, I look at it from a business standpoint. You know, yeah, from, from legal, we've been getting a ton of questions about a lot of the, um, you know, stimulus type acts and plans that came out last year and how that affects taxes. So obviously I defer to tax professionals out there. I'm not one of them, but I can tell you that, you know, there are some things you need to look at. You know, one is the Consolidated Appropriations Act, which allows you to defer payroll tax. Um, you know, my understanding is that that has now been extended to December of this year. So definitely consult with your tax advisor on that if that is an option that you've chosen to do. Uh, there is the employee retention credit uh, that has to do with retaining employees because of COVID-19. And don't forget the Family First Coronavirus Response Act to the extent that there was paid time off or um, you know, sick leave as a result of coronavirus, you might be able, you might be eligible for a tax credit. So this year is different than, than previous years. You know, obviously you have to you know, think about uh, where you wanna go with things, how you wanna do it. Sometimes it's an either or option. So definitely consult with your, your accountant, your tax professional to kind of think about this ahead of time uh, before taxes are due. So with that, I'm gonna end and I just wanna thank everybody for uh, listening to us. If you have any questions for us, you know, please let us know, reach out to us, tell us, tell us we're good, we're bad, whatever, you know, let us know. Uh, you can reach me at Trent Cotney at tcotney at cotneycl.com. And John, how can they get you? Uh, jkenny at cotneycl.com. Great. Well, we appreciate you guys and stay tuned next week for another episode of Law & Mortar. See you then.